Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. As Nigeria goes towards another political dispensation and the populace is gearing up for the 2023 elections, a lot of discussions are going on. Front burner is the issue of young people in politics. I thought we'd also be talking about the issue of women in politics, but the issue of young people in politics is particularly close to our hearts, my heart especially. I was in Nairobi on the 23rd of November, last Wednesday, and I was a guest of the Kenyan Young Parliamentarians Association, which is a group of young parliamentarians under 35 who make up 18% of the relatively lean Kenyan parliament. The parliament is made up of the Senate and the National Assembly. What did we talk about? What are our findings? Are things very different in Kenya for young people from the case in Nigeria? Are we facing similar issues? Were there any touch points that we could relate on? What can we learn from a set of young people who control 18% of the parliament? Are there any conditions that brought this to pass? What is replicable in their story? What is not, if any? Stay tuned to Voice of Change and we'll be back after these messages. Voice of Change is sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today on iTunes and Spotify and don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jumoke Adenowo, and you can reach me on Instagram at Jumoke Adenowo. The Kenyan Young Parliamentarian Association called our engagement the Continental Meeting. And surely it was. It was a summit. We had a very good attendance, despite the fact that Parliament was in session. It was very enlightening. The first thing I established was that this was going to be a meeting of an exchange of ideas more than anything else, because it's in the realm of ideas that change is made. As young people, we had started off with the CEO saying, this is a good situation. I'm a philanthropist. As I was introduced, amongst other things, you can check my bio on YouTube. And he had hinted at the fact that, well, the constituents would be very happy if a philanthropist could partner with their representatives to bring change to their areas. While that is not beyond the possibilities that were on ground, I had to make it very clear that if money or resources were the real challenges that Africa faced, then Africa being the most resource-rich continent on the face of the earth would be actually the richest. The problem of Africa is not resources. The problem of Africa is ideas. The problem of Africa is leadership. I jokingly say that while other continents have natural disasters like typhoons, earthquakes, hurricanes, Africa's natural disasters are its leaders. 
our leaders are actually the bane of our existence. Once I had established the paradigm shift that this was going to be primarily an exchange of ideas, the ball began to roll very quickly. The first person to speak made it clear that it was predominantly the older people, the over 50s, that voted these young people into power because of their faith in them. Shocked? Well, apparently the situation is no different from that in Nigeria, where while young people hail other young people, when it is time to vote, you realize that those who have been hailing you have no voters can. They did not register. They're speaking, they're on social media, they're saying we want to change, but they are not registered. So today, young person, are you registered? Today, older person who believes in the youth, are you registered? Okay, perhaps that ship has sailed and you know right now that there is no youth on the ballot paper. But whoever you believe in, are you registered? I have given my team at work a blank check. You can take a day off to go and register if you need, but everybody must be registered. So they said to me, how then would you say we can increase the youth participation starting from the registration level? And I said, you use what you have to get what you want. You bit the hook according to the fish you want to catch. We have found out through my work on branding that the key drivers of the youth include, amongst others, football, music, fashion, relationship. Am I making sense? Therefore, if you want to catch a young person's attention, you want to come through these things he or she cares about. Dirty December, as we hear it called, it's on the way. How about holding a concert where you would need your voters registration card to come in? A concert that's free to those who have their voters registration card, but others must pay the usual 30,000 or whatever it is to get admitted. Let's use what we have. I spoke to them about the work being done by an app foundation here where communication on this issue of voters registration, mobilizing the youth to register, was being done by leaders of popular culture. The entertainers, the musicians, people that young people will listen to anyway. Not politicians, no matter even if they are young politicians, but those the youth are already listening to. This resonated with them. We talked about so many things and we found out that we're sharing the same issues by and large. We talked about the fact that the youth too, just like in Nigeria, would ask for, in this case, a sum of $10 to vote for you. I like the fact that it's $10 here, we know what it can come to. But um, $10 at the beginning of this broadcast might easily not even be $10 at the end of the broadcast. It's that bad right now. So we see that the youth are not idealistic either in Kenya. What then is the difference? I'm coming to it. How come then the youth still have inclusion? How come then they still have a leg up? How come, as I heard Honorable Jose say, coming from far up country, I struggled into secondary school I was in form two. And I had to be withdrawn because I had no funds. I became a vulcanizer. He said I was taking care of tires, patching tires. Then the community came together and put money together and sent me to school. And I finished my secondary school. Today I am here. 
How does someone with that kind of story end up as a member of parliament? What is the enabling environment? Don't tell me it's because Kenya is just 50 million. Every challenge is relative to its context. What do they have in place that we don't have? How come the governor of Nairobi, who I had meetings with, is just 37? What is it? 2023 is gone. But what must be in place so that 2027 can be different? I've been asked, I've been pushing for this very critical difference now for a while. Join me next week as we discuss what is needed for the youth and of course women to finally find the inclusion that society actually needs them to have in politics. See them think about you.